Susie Quattro is my guest. Hello, Susie. You're in Germany at the moment, obviously, on tour. Yes, I just did a show last night in uh, Leipzig um, in Germany, in East Germany, and uh, sold out 2,000 people. Sit down, Philharmonic Hall. Excuse me. Do you want to go to Devil Gate Drive? <laughs> Nobody knew what was there, you know. <laughs> how, how do you find the audiences these days? Are they, are they the same? Is that, is that changed? Or what's changed about uh, the whole kind of uh, way of going about it these days? Um, well, you know, you keep gaining younger people. I mean, especially uh, when you keep releasing new material. So you get to the new market and all that. My... Uh, current album, No Control, has actually charted, you know, and I'm very yep. proud of it. So that's new, you know. Um, I, I, I don't know if the audience has so much changed. I now like to do my two-hour sit-down shows, um, you know, and it, of course everybody gets up eventually, but I like to be able to take them on a journey now. So it's two hours with an interval and a, a change of clothes. And it's like you can see the whole life instead of just, Boom, 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 you know? Yeah. And for me, I love that. And I think the audience are really loving it too. And that's, that's what I'll be doing in Australia. Is it, is it, not, is it sort of cathartic almost to sit down and, and sort of do the songs and, and chat about what you've been through? Oh, yeah, well, I, I always do that. Um, I, I always like to communicate with my audience, you know? I tell them a little bit about my life and all that. I mean, it's mainly music, but, but you get, when you, when you do a two hour show, you have the space to not just do song after song after song, yeah. you know? Yep, yep. Um, uh, you you grew up when you're growing up. Elvis was was one of your idols, but probably your predominant mm-hmm. idol. Now, uh, now that the uh, females are coming through in the music industry and through in all industries, and they've got they've got role models that you probably didn't have. Do you do you kind of sense that that's changed and that's a good thing? I think that is a good thing. Yeah, I mean, when I when I when I began, I didn't have any female role model because nobody was doing what I was doing. Yeah. So I had to I had to be the blueprint, which is fine. You know, I mean. I'm proud that it goes down in the history books that I was the first one to have success. I'm very proud of that. Um, my whole thing was not even about gender necessary. It was just about being who you are. Yeah. Yeah. And then not worrying about which, you know, no labels for female, male, who cares? Just be who you are. This is what I've always said. Did that make it easier or harder? Did you, did you come across that kind of gender problem or did you just sort of virtually smash through that? I did smash through it because I, I have the belief that, uh, for for myself, this is you, you do get back. It's like an echo. You get back what you put out. So if you put out self-belief, proud of what you do, sure of what you do, that's actually what you get back. I was, I was never tentative. You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> I, I can imagine that uh, the, uh, the old BS meter uh, didn't get to go very high uh, with people around you. Uh, no, I'm a straight talker. Um, you know where you stand with me. I'm very open. I'm very honest. Yep. Just, just don't mess with me. Don't mess with me. <laughs> no, that seems fair. You know, I, I like, I like, uh, I like truth. I'm a big stickler on truth. Yep. Uh, and so in an industry that isn't built around a lot of truth, it's built around a lot of uh, people patting each other on the back and telling them how good they are sometimes. Oh, and not, and not this is why when I when I made the documentary, um, Susie Q, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but it's just it's just getting just superb reviews everywhere because it is it goes beyond the documentary. It, uh, it, it it's the story warts and all. And uh, I, I said to the director. Even if I cringe at some parts, you know, or uncomfortable or cry, whatever, 
if it's the truth, I want it in the thing because it's my story. Yep. And I want people to relate to that. So I, I don't mind. But uh, yeah, it is. It can be that kind of a business if you let it be that kind of a business. But because I was raised in a musical family with a father who was a musician, I didn't grow up with the attitude, hey, I'm going to go to the rock and roll business and be famous. That wasn't my attitude. Mine was, I'm going to be in the rock and roll business and I'm going to be a professional. So it's a different attitude. Yep. And it, it's a, it's, it's a, a feet on the ground attitude is yeah. what it is. And it, it kind of strikes me you don't shy away from the successes and the failures. No. Oh, my God, no. It is what it is. Some are up, some are down. Fair enough. Yep. You know, how can you judge the good if you haven't got the bad to judge it against? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you've, you've kind of uh, – the, the show that you're doing now, have you kind of stripped it back to, to what to, – to the basics is that is that what you've tried to go yeah. back and rediscover again? Yeah, yeah, we had we've had a couple of the tours where I've had a nine piece band which I love, but this one I just thought let's just go back to what you know to what everybody signed up for the original. It, it, it's four pieces: it's two guitars, bass, drums, piano. So it, it's a five piece band including me, and it is back to the basics. And I think people will love that because that's what they bought in the first place. Where does the joy come from? Where, where, I mean, you obviously still have a passion and a joy for the music and, and for performing. Is that, is that just something you've always had and, and it's never been, and the industry's never built it out of you sort of thing? No, I've, um, I've, I loved performing since a child, I should say, you know, definitely even a child. But it's just something in me. Um, my little psyche is complete when I can go out on the stage and onto a cold stage, people I haven't met and make them feel good and they walk out happy and it becomes like this union you know this this sort of togetherness with the audience and the performers and it's just it's just uh i just i go home high nothing i've had the best wines in the world and nothing compares with that <laughs> it's sort of yeah it's a, and an elixir all of its own um what, what about how do you feel when you know you do you do a song on stage or someone comes up to you after you've done songs on stage and talks to you about what that song meant to them, that connection that you that you're able to have through music with with other people, must be something that constantly uh, you love and and amazes you. It it what it does is it it validates that what you've done has been heard and understood. And let's face it, that's what being a human being is all about. Hear me, understand me, and I'm a communicator. That's my nature. I'm a communicator, especially on this. Uh, current album, No Control. I never had it before like I did on this album. People, interviewers, lots of interviewers, are quoting my lyrics back to me. Yeah. And I just go, oh, wow, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Because, I mean, for so much of that early part of your career, was it it other people controlling what you were singing and uh, and the way it was kind of manufactured? No, 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 no. Nobody controls anything with me. Nobody tells me what to do. That's just not possible. You may suggest, you know, and if I respect you, I listen. But all the, even the image, um, all the early music, it was based around what Mike Chapman heard me do live. Yep. Doing all my own stuff. It was doom, 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 doom. And he went away and wrote Can the Can. And then we had this arrangement. I would do most of the albums. He would do that three-minute single. It's not all of them. Most of them he did in the early days. Um, but we had a, a real good relationship. Yep. And uh, Mike never gave me a song. He wrote me a song. Me. Never gave it to me that he wrote just a song. It was always written for me. Oh, okay. That's why it was so personalized, and this is why it works so well. Yeah. 
your uh, your creative juices obviously have run into other areas as well. You've, you've written a novel? Yes, called The Hurricane. Yep. Um, it's a really, really good story, and it's got a very surprise ending, and it does leave itself open for a sequel. Um, I'm a published poet through yeah. my eyes. I'm very proud of that. Oh, I'm very proud of that because that's been I've been doing that since I've been a little girl, and uh, that is a real raw emotional book. I've done musicals. I've acted, of course, you know, in TV, Happy Days, of course. Um, I've been a DJ since 1999. Uh, I've done basically everything in this business, the entertainment business, if you like. Yeah. That's what I've been lucky enough to do. So, and now, now the documentary, of course, Susie Q, and uh, we're now working on a script for a movie. So it's it's all good. Uh, it's all good. My my bucket list is slowly being ticked off. I was going to say, what's on there? What 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 is there? Something in the, in the industry that you really want to do that you haven't done yet? Well, it's it's. It, uh, I had the documentary on that list that's now been ticked off, and now I, now I have the movie on the list. So that's the next tick. And you, uh, the, I wanted to ask you about too about working with Andy Scott and Don Powell, who obviously, uh, for people who grew up listening to their music, is at the same time as they were listening to your music. The collaboration of you three is something pretty special too. Oh yeah, we made a fabulous album. I'm very very proud of that. Uh, but we're good friends. Um, they came on the tour with me, uh, the 217 Leather Forever tour. Yep. Uh, we were we were my uh, my uh, opening act. <laughs> so yeah, I was on yeah, right. stage. I was on stage as a bass player singer, and then I went away and changed my clothes and came back out as me. So. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was a great tour. It was a great album. We're, we're, we all maybe we work together again. I don't know, but we're we're still good friends. You've had a uh, a terrific uh, relationship with the Australian audiences, and we're going to see you here at the Palais Theatre on the fourth of November uh, for for a big 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 show. You've had a great relationship and great success in Australia because the Australians just relate to you so easily. Yeah, it's um, I, my favourite saying is is I've had a a love affair with Australia yeah. since the early 70s, and I don't think we should ever get married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I think that works for everyone. I, I think so. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you also about uh, when, when people come to the, the show this time around, when they go to the Palais on the, on the 4th of November, um, you don't shy away from your, from your past. Are you doing all the hits? Oh, Sure. Oh my God! Yeah, I've, I'm real uh, audience aware, and I will always, always, always have, always will give the audience what they want. So, of course, you get your favorite numbers. You know, you get some from the new album. You'll get favorite album tracks along the way. Yeah. Uh, there's a few surprises, like there always is in my shows. I I throw out a couple of things you don't expect, which is nice. I'll be talking to you, you know, and it, um, it's it's a nice. You'll, you'll be entertained for two hours. There's an interval. First half, interval, second half, which is what I'm doing now all over the world, and I'm really loving that. Yeah. Better than just doing a, just doing a, a short show, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's only Rock and Roll Live 2019. I'll retire when I go on stage, shake my ass, and, there's no, and there is silence. It's not likely to happen uh, anytime soon. It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's I'm a, just, I'm dreading that day where I just go, <laughs> oh, okay, thank you, good night. <laughs> yeah, I'll be, I'll be done. I'll see you in the caravan later. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, exactly. Uh, that's fabulous. So, looking forward to the show on the fourth of November at the Palais Theatre. Tickets are available now, Susie. Thank you so much for your time. Really have appreciated having a chat. Thank you. See you soon. Bye.